What does it mean to disturb? To not believe in a status quo. To not believe that everything is as is. Having the inherent feeling inside of you that there is more to uncover. That greatness is waiting to be discovered. To disturb, to disturb is to become. It is the understanding that every single day is a chance to exceed the barriers of excellence. Knowing that if you are called to do anything, it is to be iconic laws. To look impossible in the eye and move towards it. No, to run towards it. You are more. You are a disturbance to conventionality, the epitome of greatness, an ambassador of iconoclasts. This, this is iconoclasts. And I am Chidi Amadi Ahaneku, the head of the Amadi Ahaneku family. Don't just live. Disturb. Sending shoutouts with shoutouts at you. My name is Chidi Amadi Ahaneku, the head of the Amadi Ahaneku clan. And this, this is Iconoclasts. The podcast that is tailored for icons. Oh, it's been a long time. It really has been a long time since I've recorded. And I really, really, really miss this so much. And it has been a very difficult time for me to get the time to just sit down and record. Because I have been so busy just trying to to touch here and leave here and contribute as much as I can here and grow this and grow that and start this and start that, you know? And, but most importantly, what has been taking so much of my time is just facing my fears. Because a lot of people or society as a whole, or usually just as I've been speaking to people, what I've noticed is that when someone says, ah, I faced my fears, just a one-time thing, when the person was like, Okay, I'm afraid of heights, so I'm going to bungee, right? And then they bungee. So I have been going through a period, like a period, and I'm still going through this period where I am still dealing with my fear because it's one thing to just jump off a high building, you know, but taking a month of facing your fear is just so time consuming, <laughs> so exhausting. Because it's not just jumping, it's it's like jumping every single day and you don't become less afraid of what you're doing or you don't become less afraid of jumping the following time, the next time. And as you go, you just keep jumping and you're just as fearful as you were in the first time on the first jump and that's just what has been happening it's a very difficult thing it's a very difficult thing but we're pulling through we're really pulling through what i want us to talk about today is a principle now i live my life based on principles and I do this with my brother as well. We, 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 have, we have orchestrated our lives into a science, actually. Everything is just down to a science. Where 
there are certain principles that are put before us or that we place before us. And that is how we understand the complexities of our interactions with other people. And every reaction that we have or reaction that we get is subject to principle. And there are various principles. And these principles are firstly very fundamental, but they are also rigid. They are strong. They are structured. They are pillared. And they are pillars to the way we live our lives. Like the principle of value, the principle of respect, the principle of loyalty, the principle of productivity, or progression as a principle. Those are the principles that we have set down and created for ourselves in our own spaces, in our own minds. And as we interact with each other, we interact within the ambit of those principles. And the way we interact with the world is also subject to those principles. And today I want us to talk about one of the most important principles that I have. And that is the principle of pouring into yourself. Now, the reason I call it a principle, as I said, is because it is fundamental, as all principles are fundamental, but also it's a structure and is a pillar. And you see this because it's also biblical. I, I forgot what verse it is, but it says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. And I always say that self-love is, is biblical because you first have to be at a position where you are comfortable enough or capable enough to love yourself in order to adequately love the other person. In essence, or in principle, you have to pour into yourself in order to pour out into someone else. And that's the principle. It is always important to be able to pour first into yourself before you can pour into someone else. Now, many people talk about this, and this is a very... This is nothing new. We all know this. You understand? It's a very well-known concept. But I really want us to go into crux of it as much as I possibly can as, and as much as my mind can allow me. But what does pouring into ourselves even look like? Because society has made it so villainous to pour into yourself. Because it's not as easy and it's not as butterflies and, and, and rainbows as just, no, I'm taking the time to just pour into myself. It includes you being selfish to a certain extent, choosing yourself, saying no, hurting people, disappointing people to a certain extent, just because you are in the process of pouring into yourself. It's, it's not only painful to, sub, to, to, the, to the third party, it's also painful to yourself. Because you also have to go through a period of loss. You have to go through a period of letting go, of healing, of hurt. Of hurting yourself in order to pour into yourself. 
So it's a very difficult process that many people are not talking about. And society has made it so rainbows and daisies because it's just empowering to myself and it's a beautiful quote that you can just put out there and, you know, people will look at you nice. But it's not like that. It is not like that at all. It is deeper than that. It is more grounded than that. It's a principle. It's important. Because I don't believe there is such a thing as being empty. You, there is, but that's not the end point. Because the principle of progression is that if you're not progressing, you are regressing. There is no standing still. Even with pouring into someone, even, even in, with pouring into the world, you are, there is never a time where you are just empty. Man, you go past empty. <laughs> you know? And when you reach a point where there is nothing to give, you start you start taking away from the fundamentals, your own fundamentals, and you start giving out yourself and not only what you have and the capacity you have to pour out. So it's like, for example, you have a glass, then there's water in the glass, and then you pour out the... or you drink the water. And what I'm saying is that it doesn't end at, oh, this water, oh, this bottle is empty or this cup is empty. You, you just go ahead and start eating the cup as well. And now, not only are you empty now, you are regressing because you are taking parts of yourself out just to fill the, the gap that is out there. Am I making sense? So... It's important to understand the principle of pouring into others. Because it really goes full circle. And it is more complex than just having and pouring or getting and pouring. It is more complex than that. It needs you to be self-aware. You have to be aware of when, it's the, when it is the right time to pour and when it is the right time to stop. Because again, then we have to look at the fact that sometimes you could be pouring at the wrong places and you're contributing to a place where you're not needed or the place where what you are contributing to this place is not what this place needs. And that's the problem. Because at the end of the day, it, it, it also really just grows, goes back to what I've been experiencing lately where I've been so busy and then some days I look at what I've been doing and I go, but I just have not been, I've been busy, but I just have not been fruitful. Yes, I, I, I'm extremely tired. But if you look at it, what exactly have I been doing? And that is not because I am, 
I'm playing around. No, it's because I'm contributing to the places I shouldn't be contributing to. I am pouring into cups that don't need what I have to give. And we do that a lot. We do that a lot. And at the end of the day, we look back and we see that I am not needed here. It feels like we are not needed because if, if you're not giving value to the right places, you will not be valuable to the right people. What is valuable in one environment will be treated as valuable because that is what the people in that environment need. But if you go into a different environment that does not need what you have to offer, then you will not be treated as important or as significant as you are supposed to be because of what you're contributing. And that's the thing about value. You are valuable, yes. You are pouring, yes. But are you pouring into the right place? Are you pouring in the right spaces? Are you what you need, what is needed? No. Are you what is needed in the right environment? And that is what, the, that is the question that you should be asking yourself at all times. At all time. So think about it. Ask yourself these questions. Are you pouring at the right places? Are you, do you have enough to give? If not, how do you pour into yourself? Because that's very important. Right now, I stopped pouring and I made the active decision to just stop. Firstly, because I feel like I do not have enough to give out at this point in time. But also because there are, there are consequences to not pouring in the right place. And as I said, you will not be as valued as you should be because the environment does not need what you're giving. But also because what if when you are not pouring into the right cups, you are depriving someone who needs what you have to give from filling their own cup at that same point? So I took the time. I took the time to stop inspiring and stop giving and open myself to take in, to redefine ideas, to refine ideas, to refine principles and values, and to be inspired. Because it's important. Even though my entire being or my entirety <laughs> rests on inspiring as much as I possibly can, I feel it is important to stand back and be inspired and also be self-aware and question and really take the time to question where I am pouring and giving what I have. But also question if if this is the right place to give and to contribute, that is self-awareness. And it's necessary. Because once you are able, or once you possess something that can be given away and that can contribute to a certain space, you have the 
you have the inherent responsibility to contribute, to give. And standing back and not doing anything with what you have would be a great injustice. You'd be committing a great injustice against what you are, against your community or where you're supposed to be. Once you identify your calling and then move towards it and then gain the knowledge, gain whatever you have to, to have the capacity to give it out as well, then you must. And that is where you're going to find fulfillment. Not happiness, because it's not going to be easy, but you are going to find fulfillment. And isn't that what we all want? Oh, sometimes not what we all want, but it is definitely what we all need. And that is today's podcast. If you forget everything that I've said today, the one thing I'd really appreciate you taking with you is this. Pour first in your cup before you try and pour into another's. And that is today's podcast. Thank you for listening and thank you for sitting with me as I... <laughs> as I try and understand all that I'm trying to say as I say it. <laughs> because that, that is such a fun thing for me, to just understand a topic as we go and as we, as we talk about it. But, yes, enjoy your week. Have a great time. Be iconoclast. Contribute as much as you can. Speak in that room. If you have to, and if you don't, keep quiet and take in the knowledge, the expertise, the energy that is around you. And then the next time you come in, you propel it, you better it. And you come into that room and you stand your ground and you speak and you contribute. Because you'll never know. That might just be what they've all been waiting for. As they say in my Igbo language, Dalu. Thank you.